0: A definitive thing, but hey, some people might have open relationships, and that's okay.
1: Polydextrous.
0: What the fuck is polydextrous? No, what the is? Isn't ambidextrous earlier? where you can write with both hands? Oh yeah, that's the one. <laughs> <laughs> what's the word you said earlier? That's, what the fuck? Polyamorous. Polyamorous. There you go. That's the one. <laughs> ambidextrous. <laughs> you know. oh, so Everyone's got their secrets. But if you need somewhere to put yours, you can send it anonymously, and we'll discuss it without judgment. Welcome to the confessional. Can I talk to you? Well, that depends. This is classified information. So what? I don't care what you do. I have to get this off my chest.
1: Tell me everything. I have to get this off my chest.
2: And we are recording. Just know,
0: I'm going straight in. Johan has an addiction with Rennie because he obviously has a medical problem where he has severe heartburn daily. Daily, right? So whenever I go to his, he has those packs, those 72 packs of Rennie. And he fucking eats those things like Smarties, bro. He's like, up. Just need another Rennie brew, and then I'll be all set, huh? Literally, this cunt's fucking... He's got Rennie in, Rennie in every orifice of his van, of his home, everywhere, mate. Wait, band's a real thing.
1: Well, see, at the moment, I've run out of Rennie, so man's got to have a glass
0: of milk. Hey. Glass of milk, brew, Milk. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Fuck it, out.
1: Let's put that down there. I actually... Look at, look at this. So this, yeah. Zooming to that. So this is what we call in South Africa a green ambulance. It's actually a, it's a, it's a fizzy drink. Like you get Fanta Grape and Fanta Orange and and all of that. This is actually a cream soda. Now I know you need, I know you get cream soda in the UK, but your cream soda over here is shit. This is the bomb, mate. So we used to call it the green ambulance because if you've got a hangover, this is the go. I don't have a hangover, by the way, but this is the go-to drink. That i grew up with so in the week i was telling alice about it and today she uh said to me make sure you're in when the postman comes around so i got delivered six of these puppies today through the post because she she listens to what i say yeah and a few days before i got this one in the post because um we've got a guy in our in our church he's an aussie guy he went to um, australia and he was telling us about it um on sunday and he said uh he's just finished reading the book and he asked the whole congregation if anyone knew who sia kulisi is obviously i knew but i didn't put my hand up <laughs> but yeah it's, so he just finished his autobiography so straight after that we went to um to tesco to just go and buy some lunch and uh, i was looking for it and i couldn't find it so she took note and I got this through the post as a surprise. The That's only nice thing rap. I know
0: from Khaleesi is from the Game of Thrones and it was that fucking white-haired chick who was a queen of dragons.
1: Mate, so, see Khaleesi is the, one of the most famous rugby captains in the world. Uh, I apologise. He's more famous than your English rugby team will ever be. Well, he's, ever, he's not because <laughs> he's,
0: he's I've literally never heard of him.
1: Well, like rugby player because he's a rugby player. Well, bit in
0: South Africa, no.
1: No, in the World Cup. He just won the World Cup. He's the, he's the black captain of South Africa. Won back-to-back World Cups. He's okay, only but... the second captain in the world who's ever done it. But that doesn't make him the most famous. Who did it before him?
0: What, one? rugby World Robin Cup? Knowledge, Rick. Yeah,
1: who's, who's the other captain of one back-to-back World Cups?
0: I don't fucking know, mate. Oh, my God.
1: Richie McCaw from the All Blacks.
0: Oh, good for him, the two bro. best teams I still in the haven't world. heard totally of this cunt fucking Sia Khaleesi. Disgraceful. Shut up. That's Mate, actually a disgrace. Six Nations starts this weekend and you're not even in it because you're shit.
1: <laughs> fucking hell. <laughs> Mate. Was <laughs> what Rick? What's, what's got five toes but it's not your foot?
0: <laughs> I don't know. My foot. <laughs> Funny guy. Funny guy. How? How? How was your week? Uh, Johan, go first. Mate, um, pretty chilled. Pretty chilled, apart from
1: nearly being blown away and not really being able to go outside because it's like 60, 70 mile an hour gust winds when you open the doors up in the Highlands at the moment.
0: But pretty pretty chilled, pretty good. Good.
1: How's yours? What have you been up to?
0: Yeah, it's been all right, mate. Um... Week's busy. Fuck, I've just been so busy with the kids. Got them bunk beds, so they're very pleased with their bunk beds. Um, what else? Fucking... Who's, not a who's lot, got man. bunk beds? My, my children. Well, you got two bunk beds. What do you mean? Do I have two bunk beds?
1: Because you've got three children and two of them are old enough to sleep in bunk beds. Little Yoan obviously sleeps in a cot.
0: So I have one bunk bed. I have a bunk bed.
1: So your children sleep together in a bunk bed?
0: What the fuck is wrong? Are you
1: okay? Because um, your daughter and your son
0: got one room sharing then, is that? Yeah, bro. Bunk bed. So there's one bunk bed in there. A bunk bed. Well, so mate, a bottom I bunk and a top bunk. I did not know that
1: you've only got limited rooms where they've got to share a
0: room because I thought they would have had their own bedrooms. No, so fucking part of the reason we moved is so we lived in a four bedroom house. Um, and they asked to share a room. So for fucking nearly a year, we had this fucking massive four bed house. and We weren't even using one of the bedrooms. And I was like, it's all sleeping on top. Yeah. He loves it, mate. <laughs> loves it. This came and when he, yeah, mate. Yeah. They, um, yeah, they're very pleased with them. But, um, yeah. So yeah, we downsized and it's it's so much more cost effective. And they asked for bunk beds. And we were like, you know what, fuck it. Let's get bunk beds. Um, so, yeah, my friend my friend from school, give her a shout-out, Stacey. She listens every week. She fucking loves it. Hi, Stace. Um, she was selling her bunk beds because um, her and her partner are um, doing up a very nice property, which I'm really excited to see when it's finished. But, like, it's, like, a huge project. That was my friend who I went out for breakfast with. Um you know the guy that you got really jealous of, about i don't get jealous well, well just anyway <laughs> anyway um yeah so stacy and ashley i bought a bunk bed off of them um for 50 quid absolute steal mate considering bunk beds are fucking daylight robbery now they're like five six hundred quid man it's, it's outrageous so yes yeah, so i got it for them on monday um ash the legend came round helped me build a good
1: one for fucking 50 quid
0: obviously we see, were men see what type of we, we were men, we were men and we didn't read the instructions because obviously men don't do that um and we built it wrong so then we had to take mate, it apart mate do you not and, read and
1: the read instructions you just like Alice honestly it drives me drives me fucking nuts mate no everything no. that she gets in the post or whatever needs to be built she just tries to put it together yeah bro and every time it's a fuck up <laughs>
0: Anyway, we've got it built, and the kids are happy, so yes, it's been a good week, but it's been very like don't get me wrong, I hang out with my kids all the time, well, not all the time, but a lot um but yeah, the weekend just gone was like very child orientated like we had two birthday parties in one day uh Arlo had football um Alexa went out and got went shopping and got Starbucks and yeah mate, so yeah, yeah, it was good
2: Cute. it was good. Mike, Very good. How was yours, Mike? Oh yeah, it's been all right. It's been uh, days out with the family last weekend. Went for a nice, like, long walk over near. Um, there's a place. There's a place not too far from here called Techno, where there's like this really cool forest with a long tunnel you can walk through, and my little boy loves that shit. Uh, cool. And there's a big reservoir not too far from there, so with a, a nice cafe. So like, we did all that kind of stuff. Um. And then, yeah, just has been back at work doing music stuff, uh, working on content stuff, working on confessional stuff. Yeah, it's been busy, man. Nice. It's good. It's good to be busy the way it is. Uh, I like being busy. A lot of people
0: on my Instagram, kind of uh, who, who I DM back and forth with, they're all like, fucking hell, Rick, like, you're always so busy. Uh, I'd rather be busy trying to achieve something than not busy. Uh, thinking about trying to achieve something. Does that make sense?
2: Yeah, I'd, I'm definitely guilty of trying to do too much, though. Uh, so but I, at
0: the same time, at least you'll try Because a lot yeah. of people just uh, think, and they don't try. Yeah, and you'll never achieve true. anything if you just sat thinking. Obviously, you have to try. Even if you fail, you've got to keep trying.
2: Yeah, this is true.
0: So, I put up a thing on the confessional uh, Instagram today. If you're not already following it, please do the confessional podcast. Thank you. There's a cheeky plug. um Where I asked a question, and the question was, What's the worst thing your ex partner ever said to you? So we're going to change this up a little bit. I'm going to read out some shit. People are going to react. Gohan's going to read out some shit. People are going to react. Mike's going to read out some shit me and Johan are going to react. So it's going to be fun. So it's like a a new lead that we're doing. Um, So I'm very excited for this. Um, So I'm going to read out a couple of what's the worst thing your ex-partner ever said to you. Um, And there seems to be, there seems to be a theme. There's definitely a theme with them. However, I'll read the first one that came in. This is, (laughs) this is not the theme but i think it's very <laughs> i think it's very funny and it says so what's the worst thing your ever partners ever said to you they said push it all the way in when i was already balls deep <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness that's harsh could you imagine <laughs> imagine you're like you're doing your best you are doing your best for this person and they ask you and
2: they're like right i'm ready to take it all and you're just, you're just all the way in. You're you're building towards that moment, like when you're, you know, when you're with you're hanging out with your your significant other a lot of the time, and then you finally get there. Because you would you would think that that's probably early on in a relationship, if that's when that comment comes out, maybe. But yeah, I that's harsh.
0: Know. Yeah, like, that's savage, mate. I'd I'd be um I'd be heartbroken if that were me. I'd be heartbroken. Right. Anyway, we're going to, we're going to jump straight into them. Um, there is a recurring theme massively. So that's why out of probably the 200 responses we had, I'm going to pick out maybe 10 or 15. Um, so Johan, are you ready, sir? I am ready Rick. Okay, cool. Right. So first one goes, what's the worst thing your ex has ever said to you? The first one goes, my ex gave me an STD, then broke up our marriage one year after for another woman. That's, so wow. that's not right. No, no, of course, of course it's not right. Like, I think that's not right. It's such an understatement. Like, that's fucking atrocious. But some of these are even worse than that. Like, some of these are, sh- are shocking. Like, that's that's already shocking. Yeah, you thank you for the submission.
1: You can't have any moral values if you can do that to another person. Do you know what I mean? Bro, it's No, No moral values there, mate. You've you've got to you value yourself actually so much less than that's just
2: that's not right. Like the emotional devastation of like getting screwed over by someone who's who you're supposed to be the most important person to, and oh, and a, as a as a bonus, here's something you've got to go to the clinic for, which yeah. is embarrassing in itself.
0: Yeah, that's 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 fucked, right? So um, another one here says. I just wish bringing bringing home a paycheck was enough for you and I don't believe in you. What? Bringing home a paycheck? I just wish bringing home a paycheck was enough for you and I don't believe in you. Narcissist. Awful. Awful, awful, awful thing to say.
1: You would not even... Mate, you just pack your bags and go.
0: Oh. Because you've
1: got, to, you've got to value yourself more than hanging around in that kind of Fuck. toxic environment. Get that this is... one. I, I,
0: mm. I, I have to read this one. So it says, R.E. cheating. I'll do it again because you're like a dog for attention and you'll just roll over.
2: Fuck that guy. Fuck that guy.
0: Fuck. <laughs> Fuck you. That is
2: fucking brutal. That's horrid. That's horrid. I feel like like sometimes when when people make comments like that, it's kind of it, it it's manipulative, and it, it feels like they're trying. It's it feels like the sort of comment that you make to try and control a person and the situation.
0: Oh my, mate. mate there's know. you
1: know what, Rick. There's a there's a quote that I always stand by. You know, and it is, what's your thoughts? When you're alone, and watch your tongue when you're with people, because the thing is, is what you think you become, and you attract, and what you say you can never take back. Mate, oh, this, I, I, I I'm not gonna say I'm a, I'm an angel, and I've never said bad things in the past because I was very immature when I was younger, and yeah, I had a very, very fiery tongue, unlike just fucking swearing, but. um yeah i've said some horrible things in my life and it's things you can never take back and you can never understand how much your words can actually hurt someone like literally mate it's
2: like it cuts deeper than a knife yeah especially if it comes from someone that you hold in high regard like i mean like anyone can say something like hurtful but like sometimes when it's someone that you don't expect or you expect more from like yeah, that's harsh.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's horrible. Here's another one. What's the worst thing your ex has ever said to you? You're too fat to be able to have sex. That uh, to to be able to have that kind of sex. <laughs> Fucking hell, mate! mate what the fuck? mate?
1: We uh, we had a we had a friend, right? I can't even remember who. Who
0: oh, I was with. FYI, that's not funny by the way. Could it's we not just funny. Could we just please It's not funny at all mate, put but put it made me think of this, right? That that's so... not funny. Okay. <laughs>
1: Fucking um, hell, out.
0: Yeah.
1: mate I'm not laughing at that. I'm laughing at this friend of mine and he uh, he used to say to He was so <laughs> he was so big this guy, right? He was like when when I have sex with my partner, I used to just slap myself on the on the ass and ride the waves. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Fuck it out, Jesus! I know, mate. But hey, you're you know, normal. you know, whether whether you're big, thin, fucking short, tall, whatever, hey, it's it's all manageable. And I'm sure once you write, find the right person for you, and not for your fucking body, I'm sure the sex will be delicious. So good for you. Um, right, here's another one. I was lazy and selfish after I broke my back horse riding because he couldn't go skiing a week later. <laughs> fucking hell. Imagine so imagine your partner breaks her back and you're like, You're so selfish. How dare you break your back? Like she fucking did it hell. on purpose. Yeah, bro. Oh I'll just fall off this fucking twenty nine hand horse because
2: I'm I'm a selfish cunt. Like, Go skiing fuck, on your own bro. and break your fucking leg, mate.
0: Yeah. yeah. Oh wow, here's a here's a pretty savage woman. You're not my usual type, but we we have pretty good sex. It's a bit harsh, I think. Is that harsh? (gasps) Mm. Uh, Hold on. It can be complimentary. So this, yeah, maybe. So this is from the same person. He tried to forbid me from wearing makeup to work. By the way, in brackets, I was a hairstylist in a salon. And then he pre-planned cheating on me after I had a lift home from a male friend from school. I forgot I said... Why is it when you um
1: that's pre, pre uh, when you when you act, when 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 someone murders someone but they've planned it? What's that? What's that word called? Premeditated. Pre, premeditated. Yeah, that's that's so so, so um, narcissistic, mate. Imagine controlling he tried someone to forbid that, me that that's, that's from so wearing controlling, makeup. mate. <laughs> that's narcissistic. Next level. Yeah, Who the like
0: fuck. Who the fuck? are we as men to tell women what they can and can't wear? Unless it's part of your religion and it's within the rules of the religion that you strictly follow, who the fuck are we to tell them what they can and can't wear? We have no right, zero right. Whether they're your wife, your partner, nothing. We have zero right. I will fucking say that in a statement. And whether people agree with me or not, I don't care. I think that's disgusting. Imagine trying to say to somebody, you can't wear that and you can't wear this and you can't do that. Fuck off. You can see the thing is yourself. Rick,
1: I, I agree with you hundred percent. You can voice your opinion. If you don't like something, the person who you're with is wearing, or if they put makeup on that looks like really tarty or whatever, and you want to voice your opinion and say, this is how I feel, but you've got to own that and say, this is how I feel about it. However, I'm not going to tell you, you can't do it. But if you do do that, I don't want to be with you or I don't like that. But I agree with you hundred percent, mate. You can't tell someone you can't, what to do.
0: You can give them your opinion yeah. if they've
1: asked for it. For sure. How do I look in this? No, oh. but still, mate, if you, if you're with your partner and she put something on that you don't like, you're not going to go out cause you will, you will sit down, sit there with her that night and it will, it'll eat up on you a little bit. I, th- I feel as you should be that comfortable in a relationship to say to your partner, I don't quite like what you're wearing, but however, if you want to go out with that, by all means, I'll go out with you. But I had to say that I don't like that. Or do you know what I
0: mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah, I get it. Because obviously, it'll just niggle away at you, you know. But obviously, there's yeah. there's there's, 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 there's may, a there's a way the there's a way it, to phrase it.
1: The more that will become resentment in you, and it'll just it'll just boil up and crop up and build up, and before you know it, you'll fucking snap, mate.
2: Yeah, oh. there's maybe may a like a a balance or like the a way Fuck to phrase it, it you know like sort of like oh, i think you look I, I think you look beautiful in this um i don't know there's it's it's, it's a very tricky one to articulate isn't it without hurting someone's feelings
0: it, yeah for sure but at the same time you know if you're if you're in a a happy loving open like open couple and when i say open i mean like open and honest with each other um then you know, I think your partner will appreciate the honesty for sure.
2: Mm. I think sure. With, with with a lot of these, because it's the worst thing that's ever been said. We're getting like the the a lot of these people are the worst kinds of people. The kinds of people that would say this kind of stuff are terrible human beings. Yeah, man, they're fucking yeah. shit.
0: They're shit. Um. So right. So that there's a there's a huge recurring theme in a lot of them. Where basically people have gone, if you're slimmer, you'd be really attractive. Here's another one that says, um, the worst thing anyone said to me is you're beautiful, but you're too fat. Um, Yeah, another one says, you need to lose weight. Um, I love you, but I've got no intention of marrying you because you're too fat. Like, some of them are fucking brutal, mate. Like, what the fuck? Um, During sex, my husband told me that I was too big to fuck when I was about seven months pregnant. (laughs) <laughs> what the fuck, man? Hmm. Like, could you imagine saying that to your partner who's carrying and birth about to birth your child? I'm sorry, you're too fat no, to that's fuck. Not, now. That's not now, kind. Now. have some fucking respect. Have some respect for your partner who's about to birth your child. You massive dick. It's fat. Right. So I'll read out a couple more, and then um, and then we'll get into uh, some juicy shit. But here's another one. Uh, I'm not. Uh, so it's not an ex. But a Tinder date once gave me, in quotations, valuable feedback, when he told me I was actually disappointing in real life. Fuck it. <laughs> could you could you imagine? Could you imagine, right there? <laughs> Fuck i mean some people have got brass balls no right? like the audacity could you imagine right you you go out on a date you go out on a date you sat there and you, yeah maybe it maybe it maybe it wasn't as good as you thought it would be or whatever maybe you've had a long day and you've sat down you've had some food and you've met this person you've been chatting on tinder you've maybe swapped a couple of pics i, mean, I don't know i've never had tinder i don't have tinder but uh, I don't know. I'm sure you've swapped pics, and it's been fun, and you've been excited to meet them. And then, could you imagine, right at the end of the day, them going, "Look, I, I really want. I want to give you some like constructive feedback here, and don't take this the wrong way, but um, you're actually really disappointing in real life compared to your pictures."
2: <laughs> <laughs> like, like some sort of middle management, like, like sort of job evaluation. That's like fucking... a one-on-one.
0: <laughs> It's fucking outrageous, mate. It's fucking Fuck. terrible. Now, if
1: anyone ever comes out with, I don't want you to take this the wrong way, you just need to start bracing yourself, isn't it?
0: Correct. Correct. <laughs> yeah, yeah like, correct. No offense. <laughs> don't take this
1: the wrong way. Yeah, No yeah, offense, yeah. No offense. you're a dick. Yeah.
0: Or, oh, I'm not racist, but, and shit like that. Yeah, that. yeah, that's just people who are about to be a massive cunt. Um, hold on. Great, the wife's going to be as wide as Royal Avenue. This is after I gave birth to our son.
2: Fuck one. that! Jesus, Look, people are
0: fucked. Uh, after me saying I want a divorce, he then said, "What are you gonna do? No one's ever gonna want you because you're too fat." It's
1: quite a fattish. What's the what's the correct word for that? Uh, fat phobic is it? Fat phobic. That sounds like what a lot of people have got out there are writing in. That's that sounds like a go to insult that people are using.
0: Um, oh mate, I to mean, insult someone else, isn't it? Yeah, bro, it's fucked, mate. What people say about people's weight, you know, it's their choice. What people say about people's weight is not cool.
2: Um, yeah, I think it, stand, bro, it stands the reason that, like, the people who would say this kind of shit aren't worth having or staying with. Right, and
0: right, okay, so. Not that that it gives them any right to say it, regardless. Of how the man or woman looks. So, say for example, I'm a man and I said that to a woman, right? Not that it gives me any right to say it, regardless of how I look. But the person who's saying it to you, are they in great shape? Are they in like fucking amazing health?
2: Yeah, that's a fair point. Do you know
0: what I mean? Like, and I'm not, uh, and I am not warranting and saying, that's okay. You know, oh, if you, if you fucking had this fantastic body and you were in great health that and somebody was larger, you can go, oh, you fucking, well, you're a fat cunt anyway. No, 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 Like, nah. Because most you know, people aren't we... in great shape. I'm not in great shape. Neither are you two. Like, none of us are in fucking phenomenal shape, are we? It's tough, man. Like, day-to-day life's tough as fuck. And for somebody yeah. to be like, when, oh, you're a fat when cunt. When we were little, and they...
1: yeah, and me and my brothers used to fight, my mum had this go-to saying that she used to say to us as uh, as kids, and uh, we made we were at each other like fucking as brothers do, and she used to always say to me, "Take the um, take the lump out of wood out of your own eye first before we try to take the splinter out of your bro- out of your brother's eye."
0: Yeah, fucking it. It's true, bro. It's fucking stupid, isn't it? Like people are just. Some people are so rude, mate. So. Yeah. Uh, so there's another. There's a couple of message requests where people have sent them in. One of them says, uh, the worst thing an ex uh, ever said to me is you aren't as pretty as you think you are. <laughs> That's not very nice. Another one saying, I've got screenshots to prove it and I've never shown anyone because it's so humiliating. He said, how can, how can I not make you feel fat when there are so many sex positions we can't do because of your physical restraints? Hmm. What? Like, that's fucked, isn't it? Like, people are fucked, mate. mate uh, he's just got to try a little bit harder, mate. Yeah, man. Try a little bit harder or get a bigger dick. Stop being fucking rude. <laughs> Clarifying statements, my response on your worst thing your ex has ever said to you. I went to a culinary school. I started a pop-up restaurant while attending acquired regional uh, nor- notoriety. Notoriety? Notoriety. Notoriety. There we go. And I was interviewed for several publications. I was going to school working and taking care of my wife duties without fail. And he bitched the entire time, made me quit my job after graduation. You would be nothing without me, he said. Remember your place. My dreams of a career and business of my own were destroyed by his control. Thank fuck we're divorced now. Um, But I'm still trying to rekindle my own fire believe in myself and figure out how to dream again well and this is exactly what i told you mate if you if you can understand
1: how much your words can actually affect someone so deeply for years mate you've got to be so careful what you say it's horrible it's a horrible horrible feeling It's
0: that's fucked up mate like Mm. That's fuck. Isn't it sad? What's so sad? What's so sad is that. And I'm sorry if this is happening to anybody, but that, that, but people have control over their their partner, whether you're a male or female. People have control over their partner, behind closed doors, and so many people won't know that they're being controlling and they're not being, and and they're being mistreated and they're they're like imagine right? Imagine your partner. Is achieving so much. They're going to school. They're fucking, they're, they're being a professional. They're trying to fucking write books. They're trying to, they're trying to really achieve shit in life because we've only got one life, but they're really trying to achieve. And then imagine your partner just diminishing you and being like, fucking get back in your place, do as you're told, make me some fucking food and go fucking feed the kids. Stop doing that, you dickhead. Like, stop it. But imagine that. What sort of fucking dickhead have you got to be to not want to support your partner? And let them live their best life. Like, I feel like that's probably, obviously, a male doing that to a female more so. Because I feel that men, some men, not all men, apologies, I'm not putting all men in the bracket. But I feel that some men would feel emasculated by their partner being a breadwinner or being more successful than them. Which is also actually pathetic. Because why the fuck should you feel emasculated if, if your partner's doing better than you and more prosperous than you? They're your partner. They love you for you. You should support their goals, support their achievements, and fucking thrive in it together. No.
2: Yeah. Yeah, but these people that would rather squash it and ruin it, probably to the detriment of their own sort of like lifestyle, just just so that you're on a level playing field. Like it's outrageous, mate. What a
0: fucking what ridiculous thing to do. What an outrageous thing to do to squash the fucking person who you're supposed to love and protect and care for and want to cuddle and kiss and feed and help and love and fuck and everything. You, you want to squash her goals because it emasculates you. Psh, grow up, get over yourself. Because eventually they're going to fucking grow up and realise that you're a massive cunt and they're going to move on and find someone that's going to fuck them better and support their goals. How about that? How about, How about that for a podcast? <laughs> Sorry for going off on my little tangent, but yeah, mate, that shit hit a nerve, man. That's not cool. Oh, fucking hell. Not earth. cool. It's not cool, man. It doesn't make you a man. It doesn't make you makes fucking you weak. Big. It makes yeah, you it weak, It doesn't make bro. you big and strong. Nah, that's fucked, isn't it? That's Yeah. That's not kind at all. But anyway, let's get back to lighter shit and apologies. Oh, I do apologize. if that touched a nerve for anybody, by the way, um, who who's in that situation. Um, and I hope that you you seek the help you need so that you can go out and be successful, and be the fucking queen or king slayer that you really can be. And and I love you. Yeah, very good. Yeah, well done I that, agree. Rick. Thank that you, sir.
1: It was very well handled. If I um,
0: I don't know, mate. I think it, <laughs> I think maybe I went off on a couple of tangents. Maybe I called a few did, people I out. That you, I'm going to be you happy. Think you but... Carry that very well. Yeah,
1: that's fine. I just. Make sure you get to the gym a bit more, mate.
0: All right, mate. <laughs> mate. I'm trying. My my, I am aching all over from the gym, bro. Well, you've been Fuck to the gym yeah. more
1: than me this week. I've gone fucking no times.
0: Yeah, like I I am back. I'm I'm excited for American football season. I'm definitely getting stronger. I'm uh, getting a little bit. I'm not interested in getting bigger. I'm just interested in getting stronger, but. For me anyway, the net as as I grow stronger I, I get bigger. So I'm getting more definition and I'm feeling healthier and fitter already. So yeah.
2: Yeah, I'm pleased, man. I'm pleased. So on average, what time in the morning are you getting in the gym?
0: Uh it all depends on how my day looks, but I'm either been I'm either at the gym for like between six and seven in the morning or I'm going after my day around two or three PM.
2: Is it harder to do the afternoon? Mate,
1: I, can't, I can't go in the, in the gym in the afternoon. If I don't go <coughs> first thing, forget it. I can't, um, can't go. I have to do no, it first
0: thing. No, 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 no. Like, Look, so in my head, it's the weird, it's the way my weird little brain works. In my head, I have to plan out my next day. If I'm going to the gym, I have to plan out my next day. So if my meetings don't start till a little bit later, like 10 a.m., I'll go to the gym in the morning because I know that I've got plenty of time to get changed, shower, get changed, eat some food, grab a coffee and get on my merry way to my first meeting. But if I don't, if I think that I won't have enough time, then I won't go in the morning and I'll go after my meetings. However, there's never been a time where I don't have enough time, but because I'm never late for anything. And when I say I'm never late for anything, I am never late for anything. Um, I can't do it; it stresses me out far too much. Um, yeah, if I feel like I, it would make me even remotely potentially late. Uh, I won't do it, and I'll go in the afternoon. But is it hard? No, no, I, I don't mind. Um, I used to only be able to go in the morning. I won't lie; I used to only be able to go in the morning. And if I didn't go in the morning, I was that's it. Nah, sorry today's done um yeah no, i have to
1: honestly i can't 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 go in the afternoon
0: just, i've been going can't. i've been going more in the afternoon um and i've actually really enjoyed it really enjoyed it um
2: oh, good for you so yeah thank good you very much Jim, Are you i know mishmash
0: mate mishmash
2: so johan like if it's like if the weather's too shit to go on adventures and climb up the hills do you go to the gym more because you're not getting that kind of cardio of like going on
0: (laughs) (laughs) Nah, big fat though no no
2: it's effort
1: mate i hate going to the gym i think it's because of my professional sports career i had um i hated training i absolutely hated it it's not hated it that's a very strong word but um yeah, mate, I didn't, I didn't enjoy it as much. Give me the game all day long. I played back-to-back games, when of us, in my prime, um, and absolutely loved it and lived for it and gave it 150%. But training, mate, it was hard work. Like, literally, it was hard work, and I didn't like it, didn't enjoy it. So if I don't have to go to the gym... So I, I'll go to the gym on a, on a Monday and a Tuesday because I have to take my daughter to school. And I drop her off, and I drive past the gym on the way back home, so it's 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 on the way, so I do it that's my motivation and then um, I might go one more time in the week, so that's my three sessions that i that I do as a minimum. but the last week, because of the fuck, uh, okay, I felt a little bit sick saying it the tax Oh, <laughs> man. um i uh, i've not i've not gone I had to Get all that sorted. Um, so yeah, I've been I've been a bit slack, but I'll I'll get back into it next week, Monday, Tuesdays, and then um, more normally on the Thursday.
0: <laughs> Come on, commit, brother! Come on, commit!
1: No, I'm committed. I'm committed. Monday and Tuesdays, I, I'm always in the gym Monday and Tuesday. But it's that extra day, and it all just depends on what the markets are doing. Because obviously, I work from home, um, when I feel like. it work work in quotations work.
0: I do, mate. I work hard,
1: mind you. Yeah. Work. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Cool. Uh can you read me some shit? Because I want some confessions, slash secrets, slash questions.
1: Mate, I've got I've got one here for you.
0: And I'm excited. This so let's go.
1: Let's she go. She was she or he was leaving friends in the house. How dare you assume? To nip out I said he or she.
0: Yeah.
1: He or okay. she left friends in the house to nip outside for a quickie with another friend in the car. Is that the end? That's the end. That's the confession. Oh, pull
0: it. Sorry, you kinda of finished that sentence. Uh, and it's to me the tone of your voice with the with words you were going to add more to that. Um, so I, I apologize. So, sorry, can As you say I, that I again? like leaving you so, in a little bit of suspense there? Yeah, I mean. fucking hell, mate. I was like full suspense. I was like, uh, and, and and like, come on, give me more. <laughs> so, say that again, please.
1: So, he or she left friends in, a, in the house to go and have a quickie with another friend in a car
0: outside. So he, so they, so this person left their friends in in the house to then go outside and fucking a car. Yeah, with another friend. Oh well, good for you. Hey, fucking. I hope you had a great. I hope you had great sex. I mean, they say the hardest thing about car sex is fucking one, finding a place where you can actually do it, like a physical place to park your car, and two. Car sex is just not. It's just not properly manageable, let's be honest. Unless you've got fully reclining seats or a fucking oh, I'm huge just gonna car. I was going to say,
1: Rick, it depends on what car you've got, mate. Yeah. If you've you got know. your little Mini, then obviously it's not going to be as comfortable as a big Range Rover, is it? Unless
0: you, Unless you're too
1: many people. Or a big VW van like I've got with no seats in the back
0: correct and you could but you could literally put a fucking double mattress in there and you could fuck to your heart's desires and you could put up some restraints on the side so that you could hold on to for like doggy or like tie up people so you could like put cuffs and mate you could have some fucking wild fun in a, a, VW a mobile bag. sex dungeon a mobile <laughs> sex dungeon if if nobody has had that i'm going to buy the the patent to it somehow and I then just, people, I just, people have to pay me because then I would have to see them every single time I how just, fucking fun would that be
2: I just wonder where the car was parked though like is it on the drive is it in the street, is it round the corner Like, that's I just... what they say don't they
0: they say car sex the hardest part about car sex is actually finding the physical location to park your car to then follow up with sex mate just can't find a dogging park can't where the fuck do you find dogging parks bro like well, they're not I signposted know you.
1: you'll have to probably search online for that sort of stuff wouldn't you?
0: you I mean but then that's effort then by the time you've done that does it take the thrill out of it you you would have had to have preempted it hey like this is like prejudged because like Mike just said you can't just you can't just park in, uh, on, on the street <laughs> well you can you know, go at it you can can
1: you yeah. Who's who says you can't?
0: Is it legal? No, is it not legal? Well, if
1: you get caught, yes, of course it is. Well, there you go then.
0: I don't know. Okay. Well, hey, good for you, person who had car sex. The
1: question. If you read this, person is saying, is it possible to get intimacy back into the marriage after infidelity? The husband, che- the husband cheated on me. I am also due to have a single mastectomy. No thanks to breast cancer. And in a few weeks' time, and gutted that my body won't be the same anymore. Worried that it's all too much to get over, as so much hurt and damage has been done. We have become more like housemates. And I just don't know if it's that spark will ever come back. For context, we have been together for 18 years, married for 12.
0: Fuck me, that's, that's... So He cheated on her. That's a she lot, wants isn't the, it?
1: She wants the spark back. Whether she thinks that's going to be possible, however, she's also now going in for a mastectomy because of cancer.
0: Well, suffice so I'm sorry she... that you. I'm sorry that you have cancer. That that sucks. Nobody deserves that, and uh, I hope that everything goes okay. And I hope that you can come back and enjoy a podcast and listen uh, to me answering this kind of message that you've put in and make and make you smile um okay so he's cheated on you um have you forgiven him are you okay with it now obviously you're not okay with it but have you kind of have you forgiven him um i think that's the question because obviously if you haven't forgiven them and you'll never trust them again then i think no the spark will never be there uh and the inter the intimacy will lack in that respect because you haven't forgiven them i'm not saying you have to but I think, I think, you know, if you, if you cheat on somebody that, that partner then finds out and you're not very open and honest with them about it, then, uh, I th- I don't think that would ever go back to how it was. Um, secondly, uh, you having cancer and obviously about to go through a brutal surgery, um, i understand well this is my understanding i can't relate but my understanding and that would be that because you're about to go something so go through something so traumatic um that you want somebody that you know very well close to you
1: yeah i i i, I would say rick because what she says here is she feels that she's um their body's never going to be the same anymore because of this mastectomy. and yes. It's, it's never going to be the same again. However, um, I think it's very important, like Rick said, is you've got to find that someone, whether it's your partner or a friend, um, that can emotionally support you yeah. and be there for you to... to I, ap- you I
0: apologize to interrupt and sorry if I'm being dumb. What's a vasectomy? Does that mean... Vasectomy is a when a, you... cut off the breast? Yes. yes. Okay. okay.
1: Thank you. Yeah. So... Um, What's it called, Sorry. Mas- mastectomy masectomy. with an m for mother m yeah. m m, m. A vasectomy is when they chop your balls
0: yeah yeah that's right yeah that's that's yeah. so that's why I was uh, I, went, like, I was getting a little bit confused I was like uh <laughs> yeah okay mastectomy okay
1: yeah. apologies yeah i uh, you know the thing is right i th- i think if you look at the bigger picture as well is once you've gone through this operation and let's hope touchwood that you come out 100% um, cancer free on the other side that yes your body might not be the same and you might not feel that your body isn't attractive as as it was before but you've got to look at it from the positive side of things that you've just beaten one of the diseases that destroys so many lives and that makes you a so fucking I, queen so good for you yes yeah, so i do hope you come out fully recovered on the other side and you can stand up with your head off high And if your husband doesn't want to want you anymore after that, don't lose sleep over it because he's the one that will lose out.
2: Correct. I I feel like maybe the are two two very serious but very separate issues. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. There's a big trust betrayed. You guys have been in a relationship for a long time and you don't know if you can get back there. The question is, do you really want to? And then on the on the breast cancer side of things if that partner is not going to be the support that you need maybe you know maybe there's there are probably support groups in your area for people who are going through or have gone through that that will be able to relate to you and give you a sense of hope because they're in a different place and they feel they've been where you are and they're probably feel different now and that might be something to hold on to
0: yeah, I agree. Just if you can, and if you have that network around you, if it's not going to be your partner, just get people around you who are going to be your love and support. Um, And everything will be okay. You know, everything always has a very funny way, doesn't it, of kind of working itself out, whether it's in a week, a month, a year, five years, ten years, everything has a way of working out. I personally am a strong believer in karma. Um and good things will come to those who deserve good things eventually it might not be an right. instantly but i think you just got to stay positive so.
2: if you're faced yeah. with the choice of putting all your energy into saving a relationship that might not be savable and all your energy into saving yourself i know where i'd go
0: yeah fucking a. i agree with that i agree with that fully
2: well, here you go
1: Rick. very good I have been married for almost 20 years and I've never danced with my husband. We've had a morning wedding and a breakfast reception, so there wasn't really dancing. I think he was trying trying to be kind because my dad died when I was 13. And so I wasn't going to be able to do the father-daughter dance. But I do feel as I have missed out by not having ever danced with him. And I worry that the ship has sailed. Like when you never remember a person's name, and it gets to the point where it would be awkward to ask them. I'd be interested to hear a man's perspective. And this female is 40 years old.
0: No, I think. So firstly, if if your partner did do that, that's quite a kind sentiment, isn't it? That is quite a nice sentiment if your partner did do that. Um, you know, because maybe they didn't want to hurt your feelings or bring up any kind of uh, any any past thoughts. Um, secondly, I do not believe the boat has passed ever if you want to fucking dance with your partner um and you two are on like good terms and you hang out and you want to spend time with each other and do things together there are heaps of different dance classes out there heaps of different dance classes out there like I know fucking seventy year olds that do jive together and they've only started yeah, six months ago. Like and those yeah, fuckers mate. are like wiggling their hips and shaking together and smiling and that they're, they're living their best lives man. So I say you are not way past the boat. I do not think you should not ask your partner to go and dance or to learn how to dance or to go and learn a specific type of dance. I'm not going to lie. I'm not connoisseur of dance. So I can't pluck out a load of different dance styles out there. Um, but I say go for it. The all, right, the worst they can do is say no. And then you go, okay, cool. I have some girlfriends that would like to go and do dance classes, would you mind if I go to a dance class with my girlfriends and learn how to dance? Because I think it'd be really fun. One, it'd be great fitness. Two, it'd be very good socially. Um, and three, it, 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 it's what I'd really like to do and see how they yeah, feel. Yeah, I if agree your partners, with you 100%. Yeah, there's,
1: nothing, there's nothing better than if you really, truly care about someone and you have got that intimate feeling with them than holding them when you're dancing.
0: Yeah, um, bro. whether
1: you just rock and rolling discoing or you do a close dance. A hundred percent go for it. Oh mate, I and think we'll... it'd
0: be so cool. Imagine, yeah, right? And forty's not old. Fucking hell. So no. I mean forty is not old. Twenty years in a relationship. Twenty years in a relationship's a hell of an achievement. So congratulations on that, by the way. Um but forty is not old. <laughs> you are not past the boat. Um maybe my opinion is different to uh, other males, I don't know, but I do. I do not think you are passable. I think fucking go for it. Go and learn to dance. And hey, something may come of it. Something might not. But I think yeah. Mate, I know.
1: I know a lot of people who started doing like tango classes and stuff like that. Tango and salsa very, and jive at, and
0: everything. Yeah,
1: like at an older age. Yeah. Um, and mate, they are having an absolute ball. They're having yeah, an absolute. Yeah, it's probably blast made them, them fucking. Um, chris probably got yeah. a spark, and back also and like actually, it's, they've yes. they've done that as a couple thing together yeah. to spice up their their, their relationship instead yes, of a date night, They go dancing yeah, once a week. And, hey, it's uh, and it's, it's a beautiful thing a to do. So definitely, Amazing. definitely, that boat's not sailed. Yeah, get dancing, girl. Get your yeah. dancing shoes on.
0: Do it, do it. That's fun. I think that's fun. Talking
1: about shoes. Look at these bad boys! I got them for myself for Christmas, mate. They vans, they are. Oh, mate, they are the the nicest vans I've ever had in my life. They I like I am, proper thermal vans.
0: I am. Oh, fond. you got the
1: the MTE editions, the boots. Yeah, mate. Yeah. But they 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 literally and they they are, um, um, Gore-Tex like quite mate, expensive.
0: They are, so, they are, sir. So good for you.
1: Mate, they were $180, i am not going to lie. Yeah,
0: that's quite expensive, so that's a good figure. No, mate,
1: they are, honestly, <laughs> they are, I will sleep. I, so I want to sleep in them every night.
2: Yeah, so I used, to, I much, used, to, I used to sell those, I dude.
0: Them. Yeah, he used to, he used yeah, to work for Vans,
2: didn't he? Yeah, yeah, man. They, uh, yeah. So, so, like, every every sort of holiday, they call it, so, like, you're, when the winter season starts, they'll do a range of, like, the, the more weather-treated one or more insulated ones, and, then, yeah, they've got some good kit, man.
1: Yeah, mate, they do. I love it, mate. Do you know what I I like about the van, though, is because uh, my feet are quite wide um, and a lot of shoes are so tight, mate, they just squeeze my feet to fuck. Whereas van, oh, mate, it's like walking on clouds.
0: you got those fucking African feet, bro. That's right, mate. (laughs) I
1: didn't wear shoes until I was 13. Did you know that?
0: Uh, I know. I, I know that now, though.
1: Yeah, mate. In South Africa, all kids. Even even now today, all kids they play barefoot rugby um, until they're thirteen. When you go to high school, is the first time you wear football and rugby boots. Make sure you're strong as a buck. Yeah, mate. Even athletics. You remember Zola Budd, the runner? Um, she ran barefoot.
0: No, bro. Like you're you're talking to me about fucking. Mate, you must have South seen Africa, it's like a historic
1: Africa. thing oh. when she did the Olympics. It was in the apartheid era. She did the Olympics, and um. um a uh, lady called Mary Decker tripped her up with her spikes, and uh, yeah, she fell. But they were the two favourites to to win the race. Uh, well, um, she obviously
0: didn't win because she wasn't wearing any shoes, bro. <laughs>
1: huh? True. But, but um, yeah, mate, she was. Uh, but anyway, so yeah, we we didn't wear shoes until we thirteen. Oh, any time we wore shoes was if you played cricket or went to church on Sundays.
0: So, so you did wear shoes.
1: Well, very, very minimal.
0: Well, okay, there we go. That That's a better statement. That's a more accurate 99%
1: statement. 99% of the times we didn't.
0: Wow, well, no, not true. It's
1: we ran through thorn bushes. <laughs>
0: <Skins>. <laughs> okay, okay. You're a big strong boy when you're in South Africa not wearing that's shoes. That's correct. Okay? We get it, for fuck's sake. <laughs> you fucking proud bastard. Um, do you have any more shit for me? Do you have any more goss? No, any more that's good it. stuff? that's, that's it. it cool Mike what have you oh, got I've got for... one thing oh, for
1: you though go on I did discover I did discover the other day that uh, when was it when's the last time I went up the mountain last two weeks three weeks ago yeah I discovered time. that that hot is, warm, is quicker than cold sorry I discovered that hot is quicker than cold
0: uh, elaborate
1: because you can catch a cold
0: you're a fucking dickhead Mike what have you got fucks <laughs> 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 Mike, what do you have for us? Oh, okay. That was again, by the way, that was a shit dad joke. If nobody got that, so I <laughs> loved Good it for you.
2: Okay, uh, this is a definite uh, change in tone. Uh, I pooped in a urinal once. <laughs> <laughs> that's, I mean, one. I hope that
0: you hovered over it and you didn't sit on that urinal because obviously urinals are just full of piss. Um, so I hope that you hovered and put the poo in there. And two, you're fucking gross. But that's disgusting. If I was if I was in my late teens again, I would have found that hilarious. So, I can see I can see the uh, the funny side of it. So just
2: hey, just the you. the logistics of that, like because I I can't poo without peeing a little. So how how <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't really know, but uh, yeah it's, yeah I don't know. Maybe they sat and like pushed their dick down between their legs. I don't know, I don't know, but. That's just more poo on the fucking podcast, isn't it? So uh, let's let's move on from
2: feces. Okay, here's a question. Will you have any guests on the podcast, like other podcasters and things? Ah, oh, what a great question.
0: Johan, who do we have coming on?
2: None other
1: but the Transition King, our good friend. Baz.
0: Yes <sighs> Big Baz. So if none of you have seen Baz, uh, I'm actually gonna I'm gonna plug I'm gonna plug his Instagram because I'm that fucking nice and I love him very much. Right, his Instagram is my underscore petrol underscore emotion. His name is Baz Wright. He is the CEO of Stylish Transitions since twenty twenty. Tattooed and bearded. And if you want to collaborate with him, please DM him. there you go, there you go, Big Baz. So yeah, we've got our friend Baz Wright coming on. He is coming on. We're going to be recording with him on February twentieth. So that uh, that will be released what five days after. Um, so that's our first kind of guest that we're going to be uh, that we're going to be having on the podcast, which is super exciting. Um, but yeah, you know, I think we're definitely open to having more guests on, aren't we? You know, I think you know anyone, anyone that has some fun and interesting shit to say, or anyone that, um, is a professional in some industry, which, which we could learn from, or, um, or, or they'd like to talk about and, and we could yeah, have, have some pretty fun and wacky conversations about it, Then Please do get in touch by the way, like don't be, don't be scared to not get in touch and see if we can, uh, well, not we. See if Mike can pencil you in because he is uh he is the producer. So um ultimately it's down to Mike and obviously uh, lots of like logistically behind the scenes of how he kind of pieces all of this together. Um so yeah, please do get in touch. I think it'll be fun. I I actually got uh I was talking to um a podcast today. Uh who got in touch with me. Uh called Troubled Boys Club. There you go. Did they invite um, you on
1: today's podcast?
0: Yeah. So uh, they liked a couple of my stuff on Instagram, and I noticed it. So I kind of went on to their um, their podcast, looked at their page, and I was like, "Fuck it, I'm driving. I've got like an hour to kill." So um, yeah, I started listening to one of their um, one of their episodes. It was actually episode seven um, about uh, stereotypes, um, and basically, it's uh, it's men and obviously male stereotypes that. Um, you know, like, I don't know, things like fucking men should be men and oh, man up and shit like that. And obviously the stereotypes of that, and they were like digging into it and it was actually amazing. Uh, I actually thoroughly enjoyed the episode. So, um, guys, if you haven't, if you haven't listened to that, I'll send you the link about it. Cause, uh, yeah. yeah anyway, it was good. And, um, yeah, yeah. They were like, ah, oh, Rick, like, do you want to come on? Fucking talk some shit. You, you, you sound like you, you enjoy talking shit. Come on and we'll, uh, some Fucking doesn't he? Well, don't be like that. But um, yeah. So that'd be fun. But yeah, obviously <laughs> we are here to plug our podcast. Um, so yeah, uh, there will be more guests, hopefully, hopefully. Um, and we are so we are so. That's 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 not a word. We also are looking at dates where the three of us are going to get together and do some silly shit like climb mountains or all try and go surfing or go go-karting or we're going to do like a come dine with me or yeah just so we are going to be um, getting some dates set for that as well so uh, stay tuned um, for that sort of fun stuff because that's going to be very exciting. exciting.
2: I really look forward to like actually like meeting you both in person and seeing how big you guys actually are because I only ever see you like on the screen or on Instagram, I'm sure. Well, I'm and apparently get... I'm fucking four foot. So, well, yeah. But apparently you're gonna dwarf me. So it's fine. <laughs> How <laughs> uh, tall are you? If I'm, you don't I'm like, me asking. I'm like five nine, five ten, maybe. So like, oh, not... I'm only
0: six foot, bro. Yeah, I'm
2: not. Gonna, I'm not gonna dwarf you. Oh
0: well. Like Johan's <laughs> taller than he looks for sure.
2: Yeah, yeah. Like, you, I think Johan looks tall.
0: Do you? Maybe, oh, he's not uh, that tall. Like, don't give him that boost of confidence. And and maybe
2: it's because he films himself properly. You know, <laughs> yeah, whereas... maybe.
0: Well, <laughs> it's probably because he's a professional actor and I'm not. How about that?
2: You know what? I'm fucking really grateful for his like his, his eye for detail because like when we last week when we were recording the the bonus episode about uh Saltburn. He was like, what colours your green screen? What colours your hoodie? I, was like, oh, cause I hadn't realized that you would have been like a floating head. If he hadn't have spotted that, we'd have been fucked.
0: <laughs> yeah, fair. That's fair. That's fair.
2: Um, all right, chuck a few
0: more out and then let's wrap this up.
2: Okay. I just started seeing a polyamorous guy. I've never tried that before. I was interested until he started to really push it, like, I need to try this for my personal growth. And monogamy is unhealthy and not natural. He also talks over me a lot because I energize him. It's giving me the ick.
1: I don't understand what polyamorous is, though. Explain that first. Um,
2: open relationship, you know, uh, sh- shack who you want, kind of.
1: Right. Well,
2: that's the first
1: hurdle you fell over. Internet- <laughs> <laughs> don't judge. <laughs> By all don't means. I'm judge? not judging. I'm oh, not it jud- there's no like judgment. You're judging there's no judgement okay but from my point of view that's <laughs> stumbled at the first hurdle mate um i i i don't believe in that i i i think you need to be with someone or not in a relationship but some people are some people are into that and they 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 are very happy like that i understand th- that and there's no judgement but for me personally that's the if if i met someone like that that's that's a red flag for me, mate. I
0: can't do it. I, I'd i find it really hard to... Right, so I find that hard to understand. Right, so they are dating or they're with the polyamorous person.
2: I just started seeing a polyamorous right, guy. Okay,
0: cool. Right, so they're seeing a polyamorous guy. Uh, let's just assume, I'm going to assume, even though I understand you shouldn't assume, I'm going to assume that's a female and they've just started dating a fucking polyamorous dude. Right, this polyamorous dude is then saying to this person, this girl, you should be polyamorous too. It's really fun. It means that we're not monogamous and basically we can go out and fuck who who, who we want to. Well, how about you just yes, become fuck me, That's
1: the whole point of a relationship is you're with someone yeah. because you want but to build something together.
0: Instead of labeling it polyamorous... Been. Instead of labelling it as polyamorous, why don't you just become, say, I want to be fuck buddies? Or why doesn't this person, let's assume, again, they're a female, why doesn't this female go, well, no, actually, I don't want to be in a polyamorous relationship with you, but I'm happy to fuck. How about that? And I would massively get the ick if somebody kept speaking over me, and then I wasn't apologising for it when I spoke over them. I was going, oh, I'm so sorry. You energise me so much. That I'm just going to talk over you every single time that you speak because you're energized. Shut the fuck up, let the person finish what they're saying, and then you can be all energized and energetic and say what your little heart desires. How about that?
1: I, I get that. I I understand that from both sides because sometimes you get so excited with a response that you want to deliver in that given um, conversation. However, all the time, yes, mate that would um
2: that would itch my shit too <laughs> itch my shit that's group. a fucking great <laughs> phrase that's a fantastic I mean, phrase i mean like <laughs> you know i see it with i see i mean i see it with rick like sometimes when the conversations go in uh on the pod you can see him he's so excited to say the next thing um and so like you and that's it's it's excitement and exuberance you know that to to get stuck into the the subject like we see that and we understand it um but it kind of someone who's just like over like talking over you and being a bit domineering and and then legitimizing it by paying some sort of weird backhanded compliment guy's kidding himself and it would it your shit indeed definitely
0: it, indeed <laughs> yeah i think that's a toughie man don't get me wrong be polyamorous that's cool as fuck good for you as long as you're happy but you can't force it upon somebody else you know this person's obviously dating a polyamorous person to kind of test the waters and see how it goes but you can't force it upon them um you know no. let them kind of take their own path if they're comfortable with it great you can go be polyamorous together if they're not comfortable with it just enjoy each other's company fuck a little bit and then move on and go find your other polyamorous partner and, Let this person move on and realise that that, that's not what they want to be. Stop talking over them. It's just not cool. Even though I am like an excited little child, I still let people finish what they're going to fucking say and then I'll jump in all excited.
2: Bosh. Okay. Told online lover I loved him to find out they just got married a few weeks ago and has two kids of which... Uh, uh, of one of which is two we've been at this for three years what how why
0: well your first problem is online lover that's an issue right there online lover so you're telling me that you've been at it not uh, i mean when we say at it let's right uh, i guess a little bit more context this would be amazing but in my head online lover means that you've never met in person never and you've been conversing for three years. That that That's my assumption of this. Do you think I sound about right? Oh, I yeah,
1: mate. I, I don't know how you can be in a relationship with someone online and you've never met them or never met up. That's um, how. That's first. For me, my, my little brain can't comprehend that. I can't.
0: <laughs> so I can't comprehend that. So I'm going to assume that they've never met right why have they never met logistical reasons there's one in New Zealand and the other one in fucking I don't know mate and that's Ro- a
1: long Romania. time to to be in a relationship with someone if you've not met like I mean and were they I, in I a committed relationship
0: did, did the man oh. think that they were in a relationship or no or did the woman just think they were in a relationship and assume they were because they'd spoken about sex and meeting and spending time with each other like how committed was were both of them I need more context to this. I'm 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 committed into this. I need more context. Have you ever met? Did you both say to each other that we are in an online relationship, we are dating, so we're basically in a long distance relationship? Did you have each other's personal mobile numbers? And um yeah, please send that in because I would I would like to, I would love to elaborate more on this
2: we had a question on the google form that kind of ties into this like like what do you consider cheating where is the line and when in the context of an online relationship like if you are getting emotionally attached to someone if your other half found that out how do you like if it's going to hurt their feelings then yeah maybe that is cheating
0: Uh, depends. Uh, that, that's, that's a very sensitive subject for everybody in the respect of everybody has different feelings and everybody's sensitivity levels are completely different. So what might be okay for one person won't be okay for another. What is not okay for another will be okay for the next one. So I think that's a really tough, you know, I don't think you can draw a line anywhere under that. I think if your penis enters somebody's vagina. Or if your vagina sits on somebody's penis, we can definitely call that cheating. Of course we can. Hey, not um, just,
1: if your tongue goes down another person's tongue, throat, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah you, you know what I mean. So if like, your
1: hand is holding someone else's hand, that's cheating.
0: But in, in what respect? Opinion. I've held your hand.
1: You always have to fucking bring it back to us, innit?
0: Right. Do you know what I mean, though? So, in what yeah, context? That's not,
1: that's not the same. That's not the same.
0: Well, I love you. Yeah.
1: However, you're never going to fuck me, are you, Rick?
0: (laughs) You give me half a chance. No, no, I'm not. No, 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 no. I am not. So,
1: what I'm saying is whether it's male male or male, female or female, or male or female, if you have got some sort of incline of fuzziness feeling in your heart towards the other person and you hold their hand walking down the street that's cheating in my eyes
0: okay i think that's too hard to answer because it's so different for so many people this exactly. polyamorous like person in, in, your, you're not cheating in your first you?
1: response rick it's everyone has gone everyone's going to be different when it comes to that yeah my opinion is that's the line where i would say that's cheating yours will be vagina in penis
0: not only vagina and penis, but I mean that's like that's <laughs> like a definitive that's the first thing you said. But do you know what I mean? Like that's like a definitive <laughs> thing. But hey, some people might have open relationships, and that's okay.
1: Polydextrous.
0: What the fuck? is polydextrous? Now, what's What the word is? Isn't earlier? ambidextrous where you can write with both hands? Oh yeah, that's the one. <laughs> 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 what's the word you said earlier? That's, what the fuck? Polyamorous. Polyamorous. There you go. That's the one. (laughs) Ambidextrous. (laughs) Fuck it Oh, so good. I love her. (laughs) Fuck it out. It means you can finger my both hands. (laughs) Fucking you, dickhead. Oh my goodness. Sorry. All excited.
2: How often is too often to think about sex? Ah. No, there's no,
1: there's no limitation on that. If you're a man. You think about it every 60 seconds. If you're a woman, I don't know. I'm not a female. I can't answer that.
0: Yeah, I I would say I think about sex an outrageous amount, but I'm comfortable with how much I think about it. Is it too much? I don't give a fuck because it's my own head and I can think what my little heart desires. So I don't think there is a limit. I don't think there is a limit to how much you think about it. So I don't think it's too much or too little. If you don't think about it, then hey, that's okay too. It doesn't matter. Some people aren't that, that way inclined to just constantly think about sex. Maybe that's just not at the forefront of their mind. Uh, again, I think this is a very open-ended one, isn't it? Like how horny are you compared to how horny is the next person? You know, Correct. You, you, you could be completely different uh, chemically. You could be completely different... stages in your life your body development you know you could be yeah you know what i mean so yeah i think if you want to think about sex then you fucking think about sex and you enjoy yourself good for you because i'm not afraid or ashamed to admit that i think about sex a lot and it's normal and it's okay
2: well you get people that go into like groups or clinics for like sex addiction yeah so like if you're thinking about it so much that it's Having a negative impact on your behaviour.
0: Yeah. Okay.
2: Then. Yes. Yeah. Maybe that's too much. But if it, if you're just thinking about it, you know,
0: crack on. No hey man, enjoy it. Fucking night. Hey. Sex is great. That's, the, that's one of the fun bits of life. Okay, so I think we're gonna call this a wrap on episode eight. I cannot believe we're here already. That means that we have made two months' worth of content. Firstly, I want to thank and love you all. For everyone who has downloaded and subscribed and followed all of the podcast channels, um, and subscribed and like followed the, the YouTube, anyone that's given us a rating, that's cool as fuck. Anyone that's um, following the Patreon and getting bonus content and early releases, that's really cool. If you do want to subscribe, it does cost $3, we're not here to hide it. It does support the channel. We will do shit with, uh, with those finances in the future um, if we get enough subscribers. So that's going to be really fun. Um, but for me personally, uh, thank you very much for listening. Truly, I love getting your messages and I love when you like tag me in the confessional um, showing me that you're listening to it, whether it's on your phone or your car or whatever device. Um, I think it's really cool. Um, and it it, it it spurs me on to get excited about doing more so um, yeah thank you so much and I love you and good night or good thank day or much. good morning or however the whatever fucking time it is for you by the <laughs> way doodle <Sorry. laughs> pips take care guys